1: Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard As Peter Lowell says sorry for Celtic's trip to Dubai Looking back it was a mistake And for that I profoundly apologise Says the Chief Executive Elsewhere Aberdeen are in Livingston Looking to close the gap on the hoops tonight And did we see Scotland's goal of the season From Lawrence Shankland last night I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me tonight is Andy Halliday and Mark Guidi.
2: Yeah the big story Peter Lowell apologises After some pressures from... Many former Celtic players, uh, the chief executive has come out and said sorry. So, are the Celtic fans satisfied with it? Do they think it's enough? Do they think it's too late? Be interesting to hear what the Celtic supporters think about it. And for Rangers, twenty-one points clear at the top of the table, the champions in waiting. You could give them the title today if you wanted to. And as ever, they go about their business quietly and effectively. At the other side of the city. For us, maybe not ideal. There's no stories coming about it. But the bottom line is the football has done the talking on the park and they are going to be champions this season. And a big game tonight as well, Livy against Aberdeen. Andy,
1: I think about this time last week I asked one of the pundits on the show if we had heard the last of the trip to Dubai. And it, it it's haunted me ever since. So I think the answer is no.
3: <laughs> no, and I think listen, the apologies is what the nation and Celtic fans have been waiting for. So it's uh, it's probably the first step for uh, Peter Lowell on the board to turn the trust back of the, you know, the, C- the Celtic supporters. But listen, it's been a long time coming, and uh, it'll be interesting to see if Ian Maxwell follows it.
1: And what's life like as a player at the moment? The 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 lowest of our leagues have have been scrapped. The championship lives on as mm-hmm. a player in the championship at the moment. Are you just happy to be able to keep doing what you're doing?
3: Yeah, definitely. But I still feel for the for the lower end clubs. Uh, it's obviously a, it's a disaster for everyone. We've we've been saying this for a number of months now. But you know, it's uh, from a mental standpoint that. No, football is what, what people are grasping on to now when they've they've not got much else hope elsewhere. So I do feel for the clubs from a from a selfish standpoint. Obviously delighted that football is going to continue
1: to go. Right. So one four one nine five one one zero two five. That is the number you need. Why not get in touch with the panel and let them know what is on your mind? If you would rather tweet, you can do that as well over at Clyde SSB. But we much prefer to speak to you on the phone. So pick it up. And let us know what you've got, 01419511025, it's just another one of those nights where it's fairly obvious what the uh, the jumping off point is going to be for the show. So let's hear from Celtic's Chief Executive Peter Lawell, this trip to Dubai has dominated the headlines for days and days and it's taken a big development today because last night's show, the night before... A lot of it had started to move on from the decision to go to to the reaction. What what are Celtic saying about this? What are the governing bodies saying about this? Is there going to be an acknowledgement? Is there going to be an apology? Well, speaking uh, to Celtic TV on their YouTube channel today, here's what Peter Lowell had to say. What do you make of
4: it? Uh, Looking back and looking with hindsight and um, looking at the outcome of of the, the, the trip, clearly it was a mistake. And for that, um, I profoundly apologise to our supporters. Uh, we left here and the rationale for the camp was very much the best intentions. Things have, haven't gone the way we wanted to and the outcome is clearly very regrettable. In terms of the facts of surrounding the trip, I think we, we decided um, way back in November to go. Clearly the landscape, and we're permitted to go, clearly the landscape has changed um, significantly, particularly the run up to us going to, to, to Dubai in terms of the infection rate and whatever, but at the time, Dubai infection rate uh, was lowered, It was still part of the green corridor right up to the point that we met. Protocols are robust, they're proven, and that's what we put in place for for the Dubai trip. So all the precautions and all the preparation we had were proven, and as we are, and and as we have employed and been very successful here. In, in Scotland So overall The decision to go Was for the right reasons It was performance And of course At the end of the day The outcome of that Has been Really Disappointing
1: Right What do you make of it That's just part of the clip I'll play you more In the not too distant future 01419511025. Celtic fans And I guess anyone else Because everyone's interested In this story is that enough for you What does that do for you That apology what, what do you make of what Peter Lowell had to say 01419511025 Mark Weedy Yeah
2: I mean I, I think the apology Could have been quicker um, Because from, from the club Right right up until Peter Lowell's um, Statement on Celtic TV An hour or so ago um, You know Nobody from the club Said it was a mistake You know It, it, it was defended Robustly to go on the trip So There's, there's mixed messages um, There But It's never too late to apologise he, he has apologised But I don't think that makes it go away And I think you have to give credit To the former Celtic players You know There's, there's a list of them Gordon from Mark uh, Wilson In this programme Paddy Bonner Andy Walker Charlie Nicholas Chris Sutton Simon Donnelly Chris Commons Gary Caldwell All voicing their opinions strongly In the past Three or four days And they were doing it with the best of intentions, not doing it to to cause mischief. Or they were doing it with the best of intentions because the Celtic the supporters were wanting it, and they were speaking on behalf of the Celtic supporters. I've got an answer um, whether it's going to appease them or not. Then we'll find out in the program tonight. I'm sure there'll be Celtic uh, callers um, phoning in. But you know, I think certainly when you have a voice in the media, this is where the media is very good and can be very positive. And the Celtic former
1: Celtic players. I've used it wisely Sorry was never going to make All of this go away Andy Obviously But but is it a starting point For the people who were on this show Bombarding the phone lines In the last couple of nights And saying We want an apology We want acknowledgement To at least get that today
3: <sighs> We're going to find out uh, yeah. Within the next couple of hours But I think Mark's bang on It's an apology that I was expecting As soon as the Hibs game ended And we're all going to get A little bit of clarity uh, uh, About how the trip went about why the Why the decision was made To follow up and go on it And and like you said John Kennedy came out Sort of defended it uh, Some of the players did Which I don't blame too much Because You know They're just trying to follow on With the leadership is that, is above them Because is. Uh,
1: You know I, I know you can't really imagine no, This exact situation But being a player
3: Yeah I do feel for the players Because listen If they're hearing You know the board And, and the assistant manager Come out and defending the reason And the, and the decision Why to go on the trip They can't really They can't Come out and yeah, go against the club. The bottom and the line is Andy, and you
2: know. The bottom line is in the circumstance of that, whether it's Celtic or any other football club, players are told what to say, and you can't go off the party line. That's yep. the bottom line. That's how it works.
3: And don't forget about obviously the Hibs players who were uh, also put into a, a difficult mm. situation going to the game at Parkhead, and you know putting their own sort of health and safety at risk by by fulfilling the fixture. So I do feel for the players in the situation, but like you said, it's it's certainly been a long time coming. The apology.
1: Right. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Ryan and Mary Hill. What do you make of it? Um oh, I'm, I'm absolutely
5: devastated
1: What in particular devastates you?
5: Just uh, the, the the full season I mean, I go, to, I go to football with my pal Kevin I've not even seen him for, for the old firm game I've not to my work um, Not gone on holiday I had a holiday plan for 10 in a row and That that's off, Rangers are back I've took the league
1: yeah, I mean, Mark Guidi, that this is a sort of bigger picture of, of what's going on with the season, specifically on on this latest development. If you like, so I'm sure we'll get to some of that, you know, later on with results and recruitment and all the rest of it. But particularly today, how, Andy's right. We'll, we'll gauge it on the phones, but listening to that video, how likely is it that it appeases people?
2: I you know, we'll, we'll we'll find out. You know, it should have been it should have been sooner. Um, and obviously, that you know, the, the, there's a health impact and the wellbeing and everything that the country has uh, gone through, um, just now. So get that. But when it moves on from the the Dubai debacle, and it has to move on pretty quickly, as a football club, and I'm not undermining the seriousness of the health issues and all that, but as a football club, there's major decisions to be made at Celtic. There's major things need done, and that's now got to be the focus or the focal point for the football club because that's what the supporters will demand as well. And based on the decisions from the very top of the treat, the football club right down to the mm. manager to the head of recruitment players that are leaving players that are coming um, there's more than 30 million quid riding on decisions in the next few months between season ticket money European money correct me if I'm wrong Gordon second place you don't get a crack at the Champions League do you? So there's no or is there, is there a one Not this season? Though. So so right away you're, you're potentially 30 million quid down as well from European football you're facing the possibility of you might only have ten or 15,000 season ticket holders, depending on what the club does. So, moving on from, from today, and I know it's all about the buy still today, but supporters will eventually move on from it and they will want proper answers and their football mm-hmm. club to be heading in the proper direction.
1: Uh, let, let's hear a bit more then, just so that we can paint the picture more. That was Peter Lawwell, the first part, speaking to Celtic TV. Let's hear what else he had to say.
4: I'd like to reassure our supporters that the club that they uh, believe they have is here. We have made a mistake, you know, and we apologise for that. But the club that they that they would like to have and have had is here. You know, again, we, we we've got to work through this. And um, this horrific pandemic has affected the whole of society. It's affected our people here in Scotland. It's affected our supporters. It's affected our football, and it's affected our club, probably our club more than any. And these challenges have come upon us. They're not finished, there's going to be more significant challenges going forward. And for our supporters and our community, we've really got to stick together. We've got to be united and we've got to face these challenges together. We've got to keep fighting and we will keep fighting uh, over the coming months and put the club in a position that we can maximise the potential
1: Uh, We couldn't obviously play all Mark because we'll try to just give people a snapshot. There's another line that's jumping out at people um, on social media and and seems to be causing a few eyebrows to be raised. Um, In fact, you know what? We'll take another call and and then I'll I'll get back to that because I don't want to steal David's thunder just in case he brings some of it up. So let's bring in David in in Port Glasgow. Hi, David.
6: How you doing, guys? All right.
1: Not bad, David. What's your take on that then? I've just played you the two clips.
6: (coughs) Well, just listening to it today, and actually, for me, it's. uh, you know, Peter Lowell is not a he's not a silly man by any means. He's he's quite intelligent, highly educated. And for him to say it was naive and looking in hindsight, he was fully aware, everybody's aware of what's going on in the world right now. And he was a guy that made a choice that Celtic still went in that trip. So for me, he's totally naive and it's a slap in the face for most of the Celtic fans.
1: Is you there know. any is there any part, David, of credit where credit's due? Because you and many other Celtic fans wanted contrition, acknowledgement, apology and, and you got that Is is there any part of you That c- that can find that Within yourself To say right okay um, You know We appreciate the apology
6: No not really enough. I, I didn't want an apology Because I don't think we should even Be having a discussion Of having an apology They shouldn't have went End of um, There are a bunch of millionaires Getting paid handsomely You know And There's a lot of clubs That's now been shut down As you say Lower leagues So see if Celtic Really want to apologise Why don't they Can of Help out these lower clubs uh, With a bit of money or something to, You know Put a bit of money towards All these key workers uh, That's having mm-hmm. to go to their work Every single day And they're getting no privileges You know People can't even go to their parents' house For coffees or anything like that You know A lot of people's making a lot of sacrifices mm-hmm. And they've flouted the rules
1: Yeah I mean Peter Lowell does also Within that interview Reference the good work that Celtic have done During the pandemic References the foundation And uh, all the money that they've They've raised And, and given to local communities And, and have you know helped out in various ways but I'm interested that, that David mentioned the, the lower league clubs Mark because this is two days after we got the news that, that Leagues 1 and 2 and everything below it and women's football and, it, and it's off it's, it's done as a result of this p- pandemic at the moment there's a line in there that Peter Lowell says the pandemic has probably affected our club more than any and it doesn't seem to be going down particularly well on social media. What what, what could he mean by that financially? I mean, I don't know what, what I, the, what the and, numbers yeah, look and,
2: like. And, and, you know, <laughs> therein lies a the problem when you're interviewed with your own in-house uh, staff because you're not actually opening yourself up because that, that is a line that you would naturally pick up on it and ask to elaborate on what exactly they mean. So we can only guess and what is the point in guessing? So, yeah, it would have been better to have some more... Clarity. What what does he mean by is he referring... Financially He's referring to Losing a couple of players With with, with the Scotland Chat was referring to Losing 13 players And his manager On Monday night Because he went away Although it was the club's decision I'm not entirely um, um, Sure And and going back on the To the point about Donations and what the foundation's done The Celtic foundation Does excellent work It's absolutely first class Of that there's no doubt But remember It's donations from Celtic supporters Celtic supporters Are the Celtic foundation Mm. And let's not forget that. So it's the Celtic fans dipping in to their pockets mm. to help uh, with the foundation.
1: I mean, Andy, like I say, I don't know specifically what he means by that. And there might be a perfectly logical explanation that I've not really considered. But I've already seen the point made on social media that Celtic, in in, in the midst of all this, could still afford to fly everybody to Dubai for yeah. warm weather training. So to then have the line about it's affected our club more than any... That, that's annoying some people out there by the looks of it.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think the likes of, you know, Partick. Thistle for one might have something to say about that. Other clubs in League One and League Two might have something else to say about that. But, you know, there was es- <laughs> Hearts, Your of course. Yep. Hearts, uh, you know, it was estimated that the trip, this is obviously an estimation, but the trip cost somewhere around a quarter of a million pounds. So, you know, Celtic have certainly got something extra to, to spend on a trip like that. So I think it was disappointing. But I, I think, listen, I think David makes some good points. Celtic shouldn't have felt Backed into a corner To make this apology This is something That should have been done Three, four, five days ago And I think that's where The disappointment mm. You can tell on David's point was And and I'm sure that a, a few other Celtic fans Will be in the same case So eh, Listen It is a first step To earning some trust back But it's something That should have happened A few days ago
1: David you want to come back in? No I think he's have
6: covered all bases Guys um, Just I don't know what Peter was talking about In terms of affected Celtic More than others It certainly didn't look As it was affecting the club When they were up poolside eh, On the berry
1: yeah, and I mean that mark is is a difficult one, right? Because we've we've all seen the picture David refers to, and yeah, mm-hmm. you know it, it seems that there is a pint there. We don't we, to then stretch that and say that they were all there on the bevy as if it was some big session. We don't, know, we, we don't know we, that. We don't and, and know. And, and when it's I, think that, I think that has to be acknowledged.
2: Yeah, when it's something as serious, as in the football club being under the pressure that it's been under, and people asking for heads to roll within the football club because of those decisions. Um, when we're talking about you know a pandemic and people's health and, and well being. To to guess or to say You know As a matter of fact Ah they were on the baby We don't know if they were Mm. So I'm not going to go down that road Listen The the photos are there It's been a mistake To go on the
1: trip But to then just Take it for granted Mm. We don't know that So I'm not going down that road Uh, Thank you very much though David Some interesting points Let's bring in James um, Who's also a Celtic fan In Blantyre You've heard the The apology The interview James Does that Do anything to Appease you? No I don't I don't think
7: think It's anywhere Anywhere near good enough I think um, the, Peter Lowell said, well, I don't know about Peter Lowell, but I think he said the, the club said a lot of transitism from other from, from, from languages, uh, including Nicholas Sturgeon, the First Minister. And I, I think now, now he's issued this apology. He's acknowledging that he, he was wrong, to, he let it happen. I think um, he should, I was going to say he should roll, but I don't think he should roll. I, I think he should He should do the, the honourable thing and I think he should he, he in his English position. And um, I, I was on this show a couple of weeks back asking for Neil Wynn's head. So I mean I, I I think now it's time for Peter Long it should he should just step down. Because that's an audience that you made he's, he's made this mistake, so
1: I, I mean I, I within within the apology, James, you know, the word hindsight comes up, which is let's let's be a little bit fair, we're we're all doing this now with the benefit of hindsight. Peter Lowell, obviously, I don't think this bit's ever Or shouldn't have really been in doubt You know, it clearly wasn't their Intention, he, he was talking about You know, when it was sanctioned And the fact that it's worked in the past And they were allowed to go And things have changed since then and so on D- Does not none of that wash with you?
7: Well, it doesn't matter that it washes with me, with me But I mean, I think it washes with a majority of the, of the Celtics support I, I, I don't, for one
1: yeah, I mean that's what we're we're trying to gauge, I guess. Um, and on, on that point, and Hoggie's tweeted in to say, um, Gordon, I take it that Peter Lowell meant performance-wise. Without the fans, our performances have dropped dramatically, and, and yeah, perhaps. I, I don't that, know. That, again, that line about again, affecting yeah, us more than again.
2: Um, we don't know. Oh, there's no. There's no doubt. Results and performance haven't been anywhere uh, good enough to be trailing Rangers by. Uh, 21 points at, at, uh, well not even the middle of January I think is embarrassing for Celtic um, As a football club Um, But credit to Rangers because Rangers have been the best team They've gone about their business, they've they've worked hard They've recruited well um, They've they've kept a hold of their their better uh, players And and their manager has clearly learned lessons from last Mm. season He's set a real high standard And and the players have have fallen So whatever you think about Celtic underperforming all right, I'll go back to the, the, the goalkeeping situation Which was handled very very poorly In the summer and that set the mark for me In terms of complacency at that football club But to flip it over to the other side of the city um, When Rangers win the title They will have deserved mm. it Because of how good they have been Not because of how bad Celtic have been
1: James's solution is that if Peter Lowell's acknowledging That it was a mistake He's the man in charge and he should pay The ultimate price for that Is that something that is remotely likely? It
2: happens in, in, in other businesses, you know, that somebody has to, to, to carry the can. But without, you know, or, or just not just taking Dubai as, as an isolated incident over the piece, I think all major positions at the football club have to be looked at by Dermot Desmond in the coming months. Like I said, you know, whether it's the chief executive's job, the manager's job, the head of recruitment's job, whatever, there's tens and tens of millions of pounds riding. On these decisions over the next three or four months
1: Right, lots of unhappy Celtic fans out there Lots of interested observers from other teams So 0141 951 1025 We'll thank James And we'll get right back to the phones next
8: hey, baby, at breakfast.
0: On the last show we're having a chat about Your parents or your grandparents even Coming up with a wrong name for something Stevie and Craig ended a cracker She
8: said to me she went I had some strange guy in the door selling
9: biscuits I mean, what kind of biscuits? She went blow the band And I went boom was her She went touching. Match
0: Live from Glasgow. Bowie at breakfast. With the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, The thescottishson.co.uk/slash football. Clyde Wood. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 01419511025. Clyde One, Super Scoreboard.
1: Andy Halliday and Mark Guidi are here, waiting for you to get in touch on the phones or on Twitter at Clyde SSB. Lots of reaction, lots and lots of reaction coming in uh, to Peter Lawwell's apology for Celtic going. Uh, To Dubai Scotty G says Lawwell knows the Celtic fans are unhappy And will withhold money from the club I'm amazed he didn't mention anything about Lennon The pandemic didn't cause Celtic to lose the league Sooner he goes the better Along with the manager Says Scotty um, On Twitter Let's go to the phones though Maybe a bit of of the other side of the coin From Rob who's in Port Glasgow What have you got for us Rob? Hi how you doing guys? Not bad at all What's on your mind? Basically, I'm
10: reiterating what everybody's saying. By what Celtic did was it was very irresponsible, and they shouldn't have done it. Although they didn't break any rules, they did what they did, and it was it was silly, irresponsible. But they didn't break any rules. And as far as Peter Lowell, I think it's too little, too late. Coming out and apologising, he's had to do it. He's no other choice. At the end of the day, for the past few years, effectively, Celtic fans are stakeholders. There's no club But the stakeholders haven't been treated very well Because they've been sort of kept in a bit of com- content And and the board haven't really come out and sort of showed us any they, they haven't sort of showed any ambition to sort of keep things going We had a bit of momentum going And then we totally took our foot off the ball Neil Lennon was the perfect stopgap to get us through the rest of that season But then we should have sort of Stood back and sort of then Made a plan to go forward again And I, I, I think they've sort of Took the
1: foot off the ball Are you referring purely to the manager When you say that Rob? Because the money that's been spent on players In the last couple of seasons It doesn't look like there's a lack of ambition Granted it might have been spent in, in the wrong places but, but you know the money was there When you say that th- Are you referring to the manager?
10: No no it's, it's an old club Because you, you, you must have guys in who's the, the scouting guys, and obviously we've had a few gems in the past. But this sort of past couple of years, we've spent as you say we've spent a lot of money, probably sixty million over the past couple
2: of years, but it hasn't really got as much. And, and, that, and that, that's that's a key point, Rob. That's a key point. It's all right spending money, but part of being a successful football club is spending the money wisely. Oh, yeah, I get that, And it's not been I, done. I, yet. I'm talking and listen, about every, every a is a gamble yeah, lacking ambition, but you've got to do it. So, what is the chain of command? Why are so many signings going wrong? Why was the goalkeeping situation allowed to become what it became? So, there's all those sorts of things. So, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, we're spent this, we're spent that. Right, great. But you've got to spend it wisely because if you're not spending the money wisely, and as Rob says as well, supporters' money that you're spending, supporters put in tens and tens of millions of pounds um, every year, and and they're part of the process. And they're quite right to ask, well, why? Why is that? Why is the money that we put into the club not being
1: spent well enough? How much of this, Andy, as as a player, do you think is is difficult to to push out of your head now? Did Celtic drop points the other night because simply because it was an understrength team, or do, does this stuff get to players? How tough is it? Do you think to ignore?
3: I mean, Celtic are in a situation just now, uh, and it's pretty shocking that I'm saying it, but. There's no really A guaranteed three points With any game that Celtic Have went into lately And although I do feel As if they turned turn the corner A little bit They went in the old Forum game and, and were excellent For the first 30 minutes And ultimately came away With nothing I think if They had their full strength Team at home to Hibbs, You know they're going To be in a game And albeit you know, They missed a lot of Key players and 13 players Within the game They could have still won it you know, I, I, I've spoken about it A few times The real plus point That's came out The past few weeks Is the emergence Of David Tumbo I think he's Vastly becoming Celtic's most important player, best player, and I think he was the other night against Hibs. But you no, know, the, the the players that they're missing it was all down to the decision to go to Dubai. And, uh, you know, what, what we're asking mm. is, is the apology from, from Peter Lawwell going to appease the Celtic fans to right And and obviously we're getting a, a resounding answer so far.
2: And that that's the one, David Turnbull, as you well know. You're, you're right; he's been absolutely brilliant, and, and, and credit to him. Apart from him, beat? It, well, no, no, I wasn't going to say that. I was going to say apart from him. Off the top of my head I can't really think of another Major success story of a
1: signing In recent times Rob you, you mentioned that phrase That we've heard a few times You know, it Didn't break any rules it, Is that Is that enough though Just looking at Looking at when I, I accept it And accept that there's hindsight here But looking at the scale Of what's going on And now everything we know Is it enough to keep mentioning That no rules were broken No It's not enough It's
10: not enough At the end of the day No rules were broken But what they did was completely irresponsible and they shouldn't have did it. And and I will say one thing, and people will probably come on and try and sleep me for this. But if Celtic were 21 points ahead, you wouldn't get half as many people calling in and calling to the head of Peter Law or everybody else. Celtic fans have been, been spoiled over the years. And I think a lot of people, it's all they know for a lot of younger guys. So it was never. You can never win for years and years and years. It's always going to come to an end. The most disappointing thing is, is it's came to an end on the ten in a row season, where they should have kept the momentum going by, by investment and by buying the right players, getting the right stuff, and and that's the biggest. That's the biggest issue for me.
1: I get where I get what Rob means, Mark, because we're humans, and maybe we can't separate the the twenty one point gap. But, but I'm not sure. Ever going to Dubai in the middle of the pandemic, and then coming back with a player positive, and then having your opposition hesitant to play the game, and then playing it, and, and everything that goes round that side of it, I'm not sure the points gap comes into it for some Celtic fans, maybe. But but Rob saying you know there wouldn't there wouldn't be half the half the reaction if Celtic were 21 points ahead would would, it, would that change how good or bad an idea it was to go to Dubai? No, no, and and particularly
2: with what's happened with with Christopher Julian, so even if Celtic were. Ten points ahead going to Dubai and they've come back and they've lost a manager and the assistant manager and ten, twelve, fourteen players, uh, whatever it is. Then yeah, it, it would be questioned because you know if you were ahead, then you're you're putting your title chances in, in jeopardy by dropping two points because of the unavailability of certain players because you went to Dubai. So yeah, it would it would always come back round again. Gordon
3: yeah, uh, the, the interesting thing for me, Peter Lawwell says obviously the landscape had changed and. No, I, I know the joint response group And the Scottish Government sanctioned the trip But when the trip was announced In the end of November It still raised a lot of eyebrows And Celtic fans didn't seem happy At that point That Dubai was even chosen In the first place And listen Celtic have followed a protocol they've done over the last few seasons It's been Obviously really successful They've put on a run The last couple of seasons To then go and win the league But we're in different times now And they talked about it When the restrictions Starting to tighten Over the festive period <laughs> It, 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 you just knew it was a, it was going to be a disaster From a football standpoint and a PR standpoint To eventually go on the trip
1: Let's thank Rob in Port Glasgow and move on to David In Wishaw. David what's your take on it?
11: Uh, one personal view And thanks for taking my call by the way guys
1: no problem.
11: One personal view is Celtic are not at fault here Okay They went to Dubai They've been in Dubai for, for years And nothing because of the pandemic the government should have stopped Celtic from moving. Peter Lowell's come on the television, the television, the Celtic television, and apologised. Okay, fair enough. But as I say, this is more in, a lot of people shouting at the phone. And this was more personal view.
6: Mm-hmm.
11: They should have been stopped by the government. You're not moving anywhere. Now they're talking to Neil Lennon and all this. Leave Neil Lennon alone. Scott Brown alone. Now going back. In 1967, when Celtic won the European Cup, I was ten year old. I couldn't believe what I was seeing when I was Ken, Prading around the streets, Parading at Tommy Gemmell's mother's house down in it was Fantastic.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure it was David, but you, I'm sure you'll you'll know what questions coming here. What's what relevance does that have on the decision to go to Dubai?
11: Right, right, Bill. Well, what I should have said, the second, the second point is, what's angering me most is the Celtic supporters. Right? Celtic supporters, where are you? We're going through a hell of a time. We know that they shouldn't have went to Dubai, but they should have been told not to move. They were photographed socialising and, and whatever, having a beer and that.
1: We all make mistakes. Yeah, but I'm interested in that logic, David, right? So if, if I or Mark Greedy, Andy Haldy or yourself, is planning on doing something, I don't know what, but planning on doing something wrong, something that's not very wise, it's not our fault, it's the fault of the people who didn't stop us doing it in the first place?
11: Well, if, I mean, obviously Certain's planned this, right? I and mean, you're going to disagree with it, I know, but this is more in personal of you. When the government, Nicholas Sturgeon has stepped in and says, no, you are not moving. you are staying yep. where you are. We've got a pandemic. Mm. Okay, Maybe it's like a wee bit But not, they're not
1: all to blame Yeah, Do you know what, to be fair I was just want to test David's theory Mark But I, I don't think the, 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 Whether it's the government Or our football governing bodies I don't think they've come out of this Looking particularly good, have they?
2: No, no. And, I, and I think now I, I don't know Perhaps there was some dialogue In the QT behind the scenes Between the, the, the government and Celtic Now if there's not Then there, there is partial blame At the government store Because they should have marked their card Saying we're we getting to feel lockdown on, on Monday, you know, so you might want to reconsider. And the government then keep themselves right. They can still put the onus on Celtic to do the right thing, but I, whether they would be able to stop them or not, I, I don't know. But I think there certainly should have been um, a greater degree of responsibility um, taken by the government.
3: Yeah, I don't know how much David listens to the show and I, I've not been on for a couple of weeks but I've still been listening most nights We've and, missed you loads Yeah, and, and like you said, the government, the, the SFA, the SP, uh, S, uh, PFL. SPFL, everybody's been coming out and, and there's been questions asked everyone and, and wanting there to be some accountability so it doesn't take away that Celtic are still in the wrong as well It's all of them and you mentioned about, you know, if it's us there's been an example of players you know, players have, have broke that bubble and they've been punished and we've said we feel sorry for the clubs Because it's the players mistake But ultimately mm. You know it's, it's everybody's. Everybody's got to take a, uh, a part in the blame And and that's why we've been looking for this first step To, to somebody to come out and admit their mistake And, and you know, I don't know if David heard the start of the show I, I mentioned it I wonder if Ian Maxwell will now follow suit because there's been a lot of mixed messages With him coming out Saying the trip wasn't a mistake And now Peter Lawworth came out And says it was a mistake So will mm-hmm. he follow suit?
1: What do you make of that that side of it? Because Andy's right. Ye- yesterday, I mean last night I think it was Was it? Two days ago T- Time flies when you're having fun As the old phrase goes <laughs> I'm not sure that quite applies um, The chief executive of the Scottish FA Essentially And I'm clearly paraphrasing I don't know if washed his hands of it Is is fair But said well You know the, the, you know, The protocols were, were, were sort of there and, and Celtic made the decision to go as if to say that it wasn't a mistake There was no acknowledgement of it really being a mistake He would maybe say it's not his place But, but now Peter Lowell's saying it, it, it was a mistake So what about yeah. the, the governing bodies?
2: So Well It almost looks as though the governing bodies Have just followed the party line that's been set by Celtic And have not wanted to, to, to go against that That's what it looks like from now outside Which is wrong You know, it's wrong Bear in mind tomorrow i have got St and, and, and Kilmarnock On their appeal For having points deducted Then the points Or sorry uh, You know uh, Three points And 3 nil victories awarded to, to Motherwell and, and Hamilton They've then had the points Taken back off them I mean it's been one One uh, bit of madness um, After another But uh, yeah I mean It will be interesting To hear what the SFA's Stance on Because they've kind of said No it's been actually fine Kind of But now Celtic goes, No we made a mistake We blundered We shouldn't have gone so what are the governing bodies, A, what are they going to say
1: about it? And B, what are they going to do about it? And I don't know. Obviously I'm not privy to what goes on behind the scenes. Would a lot of this been made easier then if this Peter Lowell apology came Monday afternoon? As soon as that, that Christopher Julian news comes out, no Neil Lennon tonight, no John Kennedy, would it have made any difference?
2: Well, I I, I think that um I think we became aware of the 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 Christopher Julian Sunday but yeah, somebody tested yep. positive Sunday night, and then Christopher Julian was named on, on Monday. Then, subsequently, uh, Neil Lennon, John Kennedy, and the 11 or 12 uh, players. But what should have happened for me, Gordon, was that rather than, uh, and I know there's a, a kind of obligation, you're not bound to do it, there's an obligation to to put players up, you know, and, mm-hmm. and a person from management. But I think somebody, whether it be Peter Law or someone from the board, should have taken control of the situation on, on Friday night, Saturday morning. And not let the football department uh, get involved And and set the tone in Before we found out even about the the player testing positive
1: Right, David, thank you very much 0141 951 1025 It's a great time to call Because we're going to get travel with Stephen And you could be up next
0: 0141 951 1025 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard
1: Mark Guidi and Andy Halliday are here It's 01419511025 on the phones You can tweet us as well We're over there at Clyde SSB We do have a big game in the Scottish Premiership tonight It's Livingston, one of the informed teams in Europe Livingston, going great guns uh, Up against Aberdeen uh, this after, uh, this evening, I should say um, So we'll get to that maybe a bit later on Bring you the team news and so on And, and build up to that one uh, What have we got here on the Twitter I think this is in response To the last call John Lennon Obviously not that one uh, It says What if the Scottish Government Was waiting for Celtic To do the right thing And be responsible uh, And not go Or if they had told Them not to go Celtic could have said Go and run and jump We are going anyway uh, Kind of going round and round On, on that Blame game um, I must admit John McAvaney says Again not one Hope you're okay message Uh For Big Julian Well to be fair We we did do that earlier in the week Numerous times But you're right You are correct And and that shouldn't be lost in it John Mm -hmm. So well done Um, Hopefully you'll take back Some of your unfair language Within that tweet as well Given that that you're right And I hold my hands up And I'm sorry Uh, But we did say it Numerous times On Monday Uh, Let's bring in Nick and Airdrie What's your take on What's going on Nick?
12: Good evening Gordon Mark and Andy I hope you're well Thank you Same to you I've been listening to all the things That have been (laughs) going Over the last few days and uh, I'm not even going to get into the Dubai debacle or the 10 in a row. Uh, But uh, being a Celtic supporter for 40 plus years uh, and looking at the current situation, I think the board must uh, take action as soon as possible. Don't leave Neil to the end of the season. I think there must be major changes in the squad. And there's a lot of dead wood needs to be thrown aside. And uh, I've seen a lot of things on social media. Wayne Rooney mentioned and Frank Lampard and Eddie Howe. Uh, I would make a managerial change as soon as possible to allow the new manager to get ready of Deadwood and build for next season. They need to look towards next season. And, 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 and I think that uh, Henrik Larson and Paul Lambert, for me, would be the my choice.
1: All right, well, we'll get to those specific suggestions. Mark... It- <laughs> It's funny how things move on very quickly For weeks and weeks on this show It was all about Neil Lennon And is he the man to take mm. Celtic forward and, and will he make it to the new year and, and will he see out the season Dubai has come along And Dubai is such a mess That for many people it's actually Overshadowing that side of it But, but Nick's, yeah. Nick's back on track with that He's saying what, what's happening now who, who, You know who's Well Celtic yeah. did say that they would they Could have kind of like made an, an updated
2: assessment Post January the, the, the 2nd So whether they have and they're, they're keeping well, it quiet I mean, or, or, or whatever, I don't but
1: think publicly. But the, well, there was that the there were, there were quotes from Dermot Desmond since then, sort of backing Neil Lennon to the end of the season. To the season, end of the I season, think. so that's that's set in stone, is it? Well, again, I don't know what, I, I, I couldn't look, possibly I, 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 say set in stone, but it's well, if if it is
2: Neil Neil Lennon or it's to be someone else, whatever it is, there's there's clarity um, required because there's major work um, required, and you know what? see if it is Neil Lennon. Or if it's anybody else, I'll go back to a phrase that that I've used many times on the show. The manager has to be the most important person at the football club and he has to be given the right to make the key decisions that affect the football team on the park and affect his own uh, future. So that's got to be set in stone. And whether it's Neil Lennon moving forward or any manager with substance worth his salt that's in demand, if you're a high calibre manager... You will not take a job Unless you have those those Guarantees And he's got to be Given the right To make the right Like Stephen Gerrard Has across the road You look at Stephen Gerrard At Rangers He's in full control Of the football department How many's coaching staff In tandem With Ross Wilson And with the board But you can see a connect There And that's got to be the way For
1: Celtic moving forward um, I mean Andy The the performance In the first half Or the first 30 minutes Of the old firm game that that for some people showed that There's something there There is a There is a there is a team that looked like They were heading in the right direction Maybe But then Dubai comes along And it, and it kind of blows everything up Is it your gut that There will be a much changed Celtic team In the next couple of months Than what we see at the moment?
3: Yeah I'm not sure I, I've always been reluctant to say That uh, that Rangers have won the league But what I did feel is If going to the old forum game It being 16 points I always felt that if Rangers Were in the same position At the end of January It was over And it's now 21 so- so, Sorry,
2: just to clear up, you're not saying the, the league's won no, yet, no, is No, now. Now I am. Yeah,
3: Going into the old firm. No, game that's fair. I'm ready if I to I right go you there, if you're going to
2: stand there with a straight face <laughs> and say into league's
3: the league's no won. The old firm at 16 points, I felt. If Celtic could get the win yeah. and and have a, a good January with Rangers going to Petodia and Easter Road and places like this, could could it change? Who knows? But Celtic have got the decision to make it how the end the season. Because mm-hmm. we're talking about it's 21 now. Did they try and obviously rally for out at the end of the season, claw, claw back point by point? See if they can put a run, uh, run in together, and, and players themselves mm. stand up and be counted from now to the end of the season. Because you mentioned it out with Tumble, there's not really any success story in terms
1: of individuals in Celtic's team. Uh, Nick, what what makes you think that getting rid of Neil Lennon and bringing in Henrik Larsson and and Paul Lambert's going to turn things around?
12: Well, I'm I'm a, a great fan of Neil Lennon, right? Mm-hmm. But I'll spin it back to Rodgers. Rogers said they couldn't take the team any further. I don't think Neil Lennon can take this squad any further. It's fallen, it's fallen apart at the seams. So, there needs to be change, and the change needs to happen. ASAP, and one other viewpoint point, this guy that they recruited for Southampton, Nicky Hammond, I would send him back to Southampton, because he and Peter Lowell and to my thinking, have been bringing in players over the top of Neil Lennon. That's my thoughts.
1: Yeah, I mean, and it's it's an interesting theory, Mark, but that's, that word, accountability. Now, Nicky Hammond's in charge of recruitment, so he's going to have to take some of the blame. He certainly can't get off with it. But, but us at the outside, how much... Does he control how much say does Peter Law will have? How much say does Neil Lennon have? We might never know the answer to those questions, and that's what comes. That's when it becomes quite difficult to, to to find that accountability, that blame. Like I said, Nicky Hammonds' job title suggests that he's certainly going to need to take a lot of the flack But how much will we ever know?
2: Well, that that's where I'll go back to my point about you know you've got to have these people now. I I I get it, but you know um, managers are there to manage, you know. More than anybody else at the football club You should trust your manager's judgement And players that he wants to bring in And players that he wants to let go Players that he wants to have, people he wants to His backroom staff People that he doesn't Because if you don't trust the manager To make those decisions Then you shouldn't have him in the job In the first place So it goes back to my point The manager At the end of the day He carries a can He carries Whether you win, lose or draw It's on the manager's head So therefore Managers have got to be given as as much responsibility and as much of the big decisions to be made as as but you see I'm sure we, you'll tell me if I'm wrong Stephen Gerrard he'd been control of just about every footballing decision at the club
3: yeah I mean I don't know a hundred percent but I'd imagine if if you've got the role ahead of recruitment you'll give a, a manager a a shortlist of players a potential targets you can get and the manager will give an okay a, a bit of players he wants and then you go and get that from mm. there ultimately the shortlist that he's gave Neil Lennon has came in and 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 they've not done the job and I think they're always Going to look back At the decision Not to bring back Fraser Foster Because the goalkeeping Position has been a position oh, To be fair
1: It looks like they couldn't They couldn't get him yeah, I mean, I'm sure they but, wanted him
3: Yeah but it's still, There's still got to be An element of regret Because The, the goalkeeping position Has been a, an ongoing Debate all season About, about who should mm. play If they do play Who's performing well And Yeah but Ultimately, there's got to be all uh, sorts of factors that Celtic have got to take the flack.
1: Yeah, I know, I know what you're saying, Mark, and, and I get it, and it clearly worked with Brendan Rodgers, but is the whole point of a, of a watertight structure like that not to allow for, for continuity? For instance, Ross Wilson at Rangers then, the other mm-hmm. side of the city, Steven Gerrard does well, wins the league this season, someone comes and pinches him away. You don't need to rip everything up because Ross Wilson's still there. Yeah. So I know I know what you're saying about you well, know no, tr- trust no. the manager above everyone else, but is it not is it not time Celtic looked at... Whether it's a director of football role or, or or what responsibility Peter Lowell has or Well a chief executive should be a chief
2: executive running the business. Yeah. A head of recruitment should work with the manager to tell the chief executive that's who we want, you go and try and get him. But whether you the manager being allowed to make the the footballing decisions, Gordon shouldn't impact because mm. if he makes the decisions and they turn out not to be good enough then he can go doesn't mean to say Nicky Hammond needs to go or Ross Wilson needs to go or the Chief Executive well, needs yeah, to go the continuity. so it's it's allowing the manager and any manager worth his salt whether it's Dale Lennon or it's somebody else that, that Celtic might want to bring in in, in in the in the next wee while let's say for talking sake I don't know if it's let's say they want let's say they want Eddie Howe or somebody like that what would be one of the first things Eddie Howe would do you'd imagine you'd pick up the phone to Brendan Rodgers what's it like to work that. So they'll go and talk and find out That's that's
1: my point Nick, thank you very much Beat the Pundit With the Scottish Sun
0: For the best football news and opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football
1: Okay, Beat the Pundit time It's your chance to win a signed ball But you have to get past Mark Greedy Or Andy Halliday first 0141 1025 And you need to be quick Because the lines close at 7 o'clock And your chance to beat the Pundit is next
0: the headlines. Oh one four
1: one nine five one one zero two five. Played one super scoreboard. Andy Halliday and Mark Guidi are here. Um Have we heard the end of Dubai? I keep honestly. I keep harking back to it. That's what we said last week. Um, Peter Lawwell has apologised today. What do you make of it That's what's been going on In the first hour of the show We've got a big game tonight Livingston against Aberdeen Did we see Scotland's goal of the season already From Lauren Shanklin last night Well we might just speak to the man himself Before the show is out So stay right there We'll do this first
0: Beat the pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football
1: Right, Beat the Pundit time So I've been a mixed bag recently I must admit And Andy Halliday told me during the break That his pals are all trying to phone in For Beat the Pundit To see if they can take him on And embarrass him But you know It's it's random We, we can't select it So Callum in Lennox Town Just out of curiosity Are you Andy Halliday's mate? No Definitely not yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you think about that. You, you no. don't know a Callum and Lennox town No, now? I don't. I don't. Right. Okay. He's a Rangers fan anyway. I don't know if that's the you exclusively keep those types of circles or not. Uh, heads, it will be Mark Weedy. It takes on Callum, and uh, tails, it will be Andy Haldy. So let's see what we get. Ooh, and it's tails as well, Andy, against his good mate, best friend, Callum, uh, school pals. I think they go way back. So I'm going to give Andy some. Clyde too To listen to So that he can't Hear your answers Uh, Callum here's the deal 30 seconds on the clock Up against Andy And you can Pass Do you need to know Anything else No no that's all right. Good man Let's get stuck in then 30 seconds on the clock And your time Starts now How many times Have Hibs scored Against Celtic this season Uh, One Who was Rangers Top scorer In the 9 in a row season Uh, 96-97 Scott Allen Began his senior career With which Scottish side in And what year did Hearts last win the Scottish Championship? 2015 Who's top of the English Premier League? Uh, Manchester United Jackson Irvine plays for which international team? Australia Who joined Barcelona in 2018 in a world record January transfer fee? Uh, Quick Griezmann Right, okay, let's bring Andy back Andy, can you hear us? Yep Same set of questions to you, right 30 seconds on the clock and your time starts now how many times have Hibs scored against Celtic this season four who was Rangers top scorer in the nine in a row season 96-97 McCoy Scott Allen began his senior career with which Scottish United. side in what year did Hearts last win the Scottish Championship
3: 2014
1: oh. who's top of the English Premier League Man United Jackson Irvine plays for which international side Australia who joined Barcelona in 2018 for a world record January transfer fee Continue. Name any side That was promoted To the English top flight This season Fulham Okay okay Callum you've heard The competition What do you make of it No I think He's just beaten it. I think slow start From you both Then you found your feet But who found their feet The most How many times Have Hibs scored Against Celtic this season Let's homeschool Let's count them up together Three A one all draw on Monday And a two all draw in November So none of you got it Who is the Rangers top scorer In the nine in a row season Callum's a big Rangers fan Andy Halday, Former Rangers player None of you got it right Can't show your face ever again It was Brian Loudrup 21 goals um, I think Negri was Who said Negri? Callum? I think that was after that So, um, And do you know this one I bet producer Chris Didn't even know this And it just shows you your luck Scott Allen Began his senior career With which Scottish side Producer Chris Do you know that Andy Halliday And Scott Allen are Good good, good friends Nah he didn't He's shaking his head So there we go
3: Advantage
1: Halliday On that one Dundee United 1-0 But Current Hearts player Andy Halliday Doesn't know that it was 2015 when Hearts Last won The Scottish when Championship At
3: Rangers
1: Yeah exactly Did you sign in the 14-59. summer 14-59 so, yeah. No you're okay. right, <laughs> right okay. Glad. Th- Thanks for That's what me. I try To base it off as well uh, Callum got it right So it's one all. Who's top of the English Premier League Man United Both got it Jackson Irvine Plays for Australia Both got it So we're level going into question 7 Who joined Barcelona in a 2018 world record January transfer fee It was Coutinho I'm afraid Callum So Andy goes in front and he rubbed a wee bit of salt in the wounds Because you didn't get this far Who was promoted to the English top flight Fulham, West Brom or Leeds So it's a 5 for Andy Halliday And a 3 for Callum in Lennox Town Hard lines Callum I'm coming off and welcome Andy Cheers Man. mate I'm That kidding. was a good a effort cut. Strong that finish good. I was yeah, very impressed finish. With Coutinho's yeah. answer That was a, great yeah, shoot. a good shoot is a good shot. Shame he doesn't know What league yeah, What Hearts last won The Championship I'm uh, sure uh, they yes. can remind uh, and, Robbie and Nielsen and Can remind them of that Robbie was
2: a manager As well uh, remember, No, so. I remember
3: uh, I tried to base uh, it off Because uh, I Signed uh, for Rangers The more, year after But More
2: brownie points For your
1: manager There we go, right 01419511025 John's a Rangers fan, he's calling from Crookston But I think he's got Dubai on his mind Uh, Don't we all, John, what's your take?
13: Uh, First of all guys, I'd just like to say thanks very much for taking my call Uh, It was just what you said, I'm a a, a listener And uh, it was what you said at the start of the show That Peter Lowell came out and apologises to the Celtic support What about everybody else? I think he's wrong in saying he's only apologising to the Celtic support. They've actually brought that virus back with him.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'll, I need to check the wording, John. I, I don't know if he... Did he specify that it was only the, the Celtic support? I, I don't know. Was it was it not just a general apology? Are you looking for something specific to the whole of Scottish football? Say
13: said that at the start of the show, so yeah. I took it that... You have got to confirm that that was his words.
1: That I mean, he's well, well, on, let, let, let me play a bit of the clip back. I? I don't know. Let's let's see what we've got
4: here. Uh, looking back and looking with hindsight, and um, looking at the outcome of, of the, the, the trip, clearly it was a mistake, and for that um, I profoundly apologise to our supporters. Uh, we left here, and the rationale for the camp.
1: Yeah I mean I, I guess technically you're right John That sounded like an apology to the Celtic supporters so, The Celtic
4: support. What about everybody else What about all these
13: pensions that, that, that stay in a boot party Do you know what I mean it's, it's totally wrong And it's for them 1 in 10 in a row That's I mean Rangers haven't been there They've they've, they've came from the bottom right to the top Do you know what I mean And now they're basically mm. The amount of points we've got in front of Celtic at the moment
1: yeah I mean Mark In terms of You know an apology To the whole of, of Scottish football Or for Scotland For, for bringing this virus back I, I, I'm not sure I mean Celtic statement Earlier this week By the way Which was rubbished By a lot of their own fans Does remind you that That you can get it anywhere But they were accused Of taking the increased risk Which I don't think anyone uh, Could argue with but, but you know Loads of I don't know. Should they have apologized to, to the to the football family, to the country, to to the continent? Yeah,
2: probably should. Be, well, I mean, look for example, you know, Hibs. Hibs, you know, Hibs wanted, just the, Hibs wanted yeah. the game also right away. They they were in the they were in the direct firing line um, of it. So eh, I mean, I, I get what John's saying. You know, um, you know, maybe it shouldn't have been just specifically to Celtic supporters because it's put a lot of people on the spot. SPFL, SFA Scottish government, you know. The, the, the First Minister's having to, to, to handle A situation uh, about Celtic Going to Dubai when there's loads of other Things going on and it's just, it's just adding to the workload That said, I'll back to the earlier point The, the, the government I think Should have um, taken more of a Hands on role on it, not just to say directly Celtic you are not going But certainly um, if dialogue Hadn't taken place in the QT behind the scenes Then they should have had a word with Celtic Just to, um, to say listen we would advise you not to go. Um, so I, I get I get John's um, point, but I don't know where the apology where, where you want it to end.
3: Yeah, definitely was Hibbs anyway because yeah. that, you know you could see from Hib's statement alone wanting Celtic players to be to be further tested. They obviously realised the the increased risk of them fulfilling the fixture and, and potentially one of their players, you know, catching the virus where we are. We are cup semi final coming up, so yeah, I'm not sure you know if. How much they would specify whether apologies are going to But certainly it was an apology the nation's Celtic supporters were waiting for
1: um, Yeah John So you were looking for a bit more basically yeah
13: Yeah well obviously because I mean You played the club like, but, but back there And it's, it's plain as daylight You know what I mean What the guy's saying He's apologising to the Celtic support You know what I mean He's not using the word Celtic But it's directed towards them and as far as the, the, the test no going ahead when they came back, the first game they played, I mean, to me, it's just it's total madness they shouldn't have went to startway for the simple reason. It's a, a huge club, and the thing is, the money they've got, they're not there because they're stupid. They're there because they're a clever business, and they're, they're, they're at the top because Rangers haven't been there.
1: Yeah, Mark, I mean, John's making the point from a, an opposition perspective, which is fine, because we didn't, we've not really had that, you know, fans of other clubs saying that they they, they feel they've been um, missed out in all of this, I, I don't know, I think that, is that going to be a personal opinion about, about some people feel that they need an apology from Peter Lawwell as well, but as Chief Executive of Celtic, is it that surprising that he's aimed the apology at his own customers, his own fans? Yeah, I
2: mean, I, I think he's, he's got to uh, apologise to, to the Celtic uh, supporters. Uh, obviously, other people have been affected. I, I think, you know, again, with the benefit of hindsight, um, you know, that maybe they should apologise to, to Hibs, but maybe that's something they would have been asked, but the, 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 the whole interview has been conducted um, all in-house. So it's not been given a, a wider uh, opportunity to, to the media, but certainly Hibbs, because Hibbs voiced their concerns right at the very start, um, six, seven weeks ago. And then again, and um, when the voice are concerned for the players' well being and for the players' families' well being and management, Ball accounts were told in non- uncertain terms that you need to fulfil the fixture or face the consequences. So it put Hibbs in a really what did difficult you make of situation. That? that was wrong. Yeah, it was wrong. Why should Hibbs be be, mm-hmm. be punished when when they are they are also the the, mm-hmm. the victims of it? And I'm Can sure you- had the shoe been the other foot. Celtic would have made that, yeah. that 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 same complaint, so I uh, I think that could have been handled much better.
1: I mean, the official line is you know protocols were followed, and people have been very quick to point out examples of teams who have come up against other teams who've had positive cases, and there's been no additional round of testing. But but you think you, you just do it anyway? You 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 know you even as a an extra layer of safety, then the PR that comes along with it as well. You think yeah, you just? I do think
2: it. if if one of your member clubs had has expressed genuine concern. For the health and well-being Of their football
1: club Bearing in mind They are not at fault Then I think It should have been looked at A bit better Try to think Andy Have you Played any team That's had the positive case In the games In the days leading up To the fixture yet? Uh,
3: thankfully no yeah. um, But the way the world is That's probably going to change Now that uh, you know New guidelines are in place That, that championship level Needs to get mm. tested On a weekly basis So that might change And and hopefully, if if uh, that situation does arise, it's, it's handled mm. properly. You know, our hearts have, have had a couple of cases mm. over the last, since um, Christmas Eve, I think it was, and, uh, you know, handled it properly. Players ended up um, self-isolating. There was an extra round of testing for the players that were, that were that were in the team at that point. So, yeah, the situation might might come up, mm. but thankfully not so far.
1: A- hypothetically then, and I appreciate that might be difficult, but it gets to Thursday or Friday. You're playing against X team in the Championship. They report a couple of positive cases. Do you think you would then feel safe to play the fixture the next day? Do you trust that the track and trace procedure kicks in and, and, and you're happy with that you, to, to play the next day?
3: I think all you've got to do is put trust in it. That's, you know your, your football players are played to play. Of course, your health and safety is paramount, but you've got to trust that the process that's in place is is the correct one and, and that no other player within the squad has is, is either been close enough to somebody that's um, tested positive or, or they've not tested positive themselves.
1: Uh, writes 01419511025 in the phones At Clyde SSB uh, on Twitter Thank you very much to John in Crookston In fact the next call has just disappeared So I'll just wait for producer Chris to get that um, back on for us We've got a big game tonight I think we'll go there soon as well uh, Get you the team news ahead of Livingston um, Against Aberdeen um, And like I said, was that goal of the season in Scotland last night? Lauren Shanklin, we're going to speak to him In the not too distant Future Um You guys have got the football on behind me I think don't you Anything happening No it's no, fine no, I'm, I'm watching something I was at that different. game just last making day, sure not. Gordon and Lorne
2: Shanklin Strike to, to, to see it 53 yards I think Is the official count It, it was special yeah. It was a yeah. special finish credit to him
1: and You're very lucky to have seen it We'll speak to him soon Let's bring in Andrew In Mulgai. Hi Andrew Hi there how are you doing Not bad at all how are you Yeah good thank you, you, should yeah, you on all on. of this madness then That we've been discussing In the last couple of days
14: Sure, so, so I've got I've got three points They're all very correlated um,
1: Sorry, I'm
14: a bit out of breath, just ran up the stairs there um, <clears throat> So What I don't quite understand is the narrative That a lot of people have said, including some of the callers Tonight, that uh, no rules Have been broken um, On the on SFA the website There's a published list of JRG rules from 23rd of December um, That specifically Call out what teams need to do In hotels um, So it includes things like uh, you need to have an exclusive hotel. and um, If you don't have an exclusive hotel, you can't use communal areas like pools, like bars. Um, you have to retain your off-field social distancing. So I, I get the point that's made on the show earlier that you know you can't necessarily say they were out in a session, I think you said, Gordon, but I think what we can see is those rules are, have clearly been broken. Now, taking that one step further, the fact that Christopher Julian, who I think we all wish well, but the fact that he was on the trip Clearly, shows another breach of the rules. So I, I just don't get it. What,
1: what do you um, mean by uh, what do you mean by that that last bit?
14: Well, it's essential travel, right? How how can an injured player mm. traveling to a training camp be considered essential when he has all the medical treatment facilities here mm. in Lennoxton? I, 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 I just don't get it.
2: Well, I mean, that both yeah, no I, I would say, but that if your um, best medical staff are yeah. on that trip, uh, then you, you would you would what? Look, I, I get the argument. Like, why w- was he there? I totally get that. But from a medical side, then that even could be made that well. Our best physios and best sports science and best masseurs and whatever are are, are on the trip. So
3: more often than not, as well, if you've got a player that's injured for a for a period of time, they'll end up working with the same one or two physios on their rehab, so that so that their rehab is um, it's clocked every day. They know exactly what they're doing. They know exactly what their progress is, where their strengths at and they're trying to progress that every single day. So. Like, it, I can understand the sort of hysteria around it, but I've seen it a thousand times before. And it's, mm. uh, so you're actually a, not surprised a, mi- that Julian no, was there not at all. It was a mistake going on the trip in the first place, the full team. But the fact that Julian joined, mm. uh, it's, it was no surprise to me because you, you see it all the time.
1: However, Andrew, perhaps your bigger point, the first one which you mentioned, um, yeah. I think it's worth bearing in mind. If, you know, quotes from me and Maxwell con- confirming that the, the compliance officer, I think, you know, is looking into those pictures, or, or, or that certainly yeah. is a process that could be. That could be underway. So,
14: and and so that was so that was actually the second point, right? So considering that these points are all available on mm-hmm. the SFA website, the GRG list that says all these things that clearly have been broken, the fact that Ian Maxwell, I mean, that interview he gave was just like a sycophantic, pathetic episode. He's still standing there defending, saying that there's no case to answer, like without calling out the elephant in the room, which is it seems that clear photographic evidence points to the contrary. It's 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 just baffling. Now, to fob it off onto the compliance officer is just a complete dereliction of accountability. Um, so I just, I just can't fathom how Maxwell mm. is getting away with that. Now, I've listened to the calls tonight and I agree. Lowell, I think, Peter Lowell, <coughs> excuse me, has come across quite arrogantly with his interview. Um, but I think Ian Maxwell and, and the governing bodies need to take a hell of a lot of the criticism here. And, and Maxwell's interview, it was just shocking.
2: Mark? I've actually not not watched. Well, I think actually, the headline. I know you've not seen it all. But in
1: terms of the headlines about, yeah, know. I mean,
2: as, as I say, there's been a, there's been a contradiction. It's almost as if certain people, certain authorities, have taken the lead from what Celtic have said. And up until five mm. o'clock tonight, the line was we've not done anything wrong. You know, there was no no apologies eh, coming out. Then all of a sudden, the, the chief executives made eh, an mm. apology. Said, Clearly, eh, we've made a mistake. So we're now waiting to see what yeah. the reaction to that is. From the, the authority But it is going to look embarrassing If they go back In what they've originally said They've also put it in the hands Of the compliance officer Now how long is Claire White there for? I mean yeah. when, when is she so, leaving?
1: So on no? that right Andrew uses a lot of Very strong language Like you know Looking at the, the Clear photographic evidence That you know Protocols have definitely Been broken And this is the bit That I always have to, Have to play devil's advocate Here yeah. on this right Because I know the way It looks Andrew I have seen the same pictures As you And I know the way it looks But are we allowed to leave Just a little bit of room For that mm-hmm. To be properly investigated How yeah. long were they there yes. People are looking At those poolside pictures Andrew Football fans Do you know Who those other people In the pictures are Everyone's assuming They're other holidaymakers. Are they part of Celtic's Travel team Are they part of Celtic Security staff mm-hmm. How long were you in the bar How long were you by the pool yeah, so right, I, I, I'm, right. And please Please don't do What always happens On social media That's not me clearing Celtic Whatsoever But is it worth just Pulling back a little bit from Andrew's phrase of clear photographic evidence that protocols were definitely 100% breached.
2: No, and, and and that's why there has to be a proper and thorough investigation so we it can be cleared up. So that Celtic can clear their name rather than having all this hanging over them or, on the other hand, if rules have been broken, protocols have been broken, then they're, they're brought to task. But one photograph, I still have a photograph doesn't mm. paint a picture of what's happened over 15,
14: 20, 25
1: minutes. Andrew, am I making any sense or is that is that rubbish?
14: Look, I'm, I'm, tr- I'm trying my best to be to be reasonable. I'm probably not coming across that way. But look, I, whilst I take your point, right, but this is me reading verbatim the JRG's rule, mm. right? Ban on access for players and staff to the wellness areas, the gym or any other areas such as a bar, a lounge or a lobby. Now, I take the point, you don't know if they've been there for 15 minutes, you don't know if they've been drinking pints, etc., but that rule has been breached. Mm-hmm. End of. Well, for Andrew, but, I, 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 are you I, talking I,
1: about the one by the pool in particular? Or the one in the bar? Do you know that there wasn't a private area?
14: Well it's, well it's a communal area Well sorry Okay to be fair I don't know mm. whether it's a private area
1: By the way neither die Andrew I, I don't know anything I'm just trying to I'm just trying to Underline the difficulty we've got And again That's not me saying Celtic Don't have a case to answer Far from it But we'll leave it there Thank you very much Andrew In my guy 0141951 1025 Got a good full time teaser for you I'm have Hope to get... it's better than the La Liga one you struggle with that one Oh, so, I have too many names you Before that, your Matt? time no. That was the hardest that. hardest Last night you, <laughs> It can't be that. Who did I give it to? Hugh and Alex It can't have been that hard <laughs> They didn't get two of them ah, That's not surprising There was right. only five answers 014195 You can tell you Who's top of the league in it 1025 At Clyde SSB On Twitter And we're going to be speaking To a man who might Just get Scotland's goal of the season Come the end of the campaign We'll speak to Lauren Shanklin next as well at breakfast.
0: <laughs> On the last show, we're having a chat about your parents or your grandparents even coming up with a wrong name for something. Stevie
8: and Craig ended a cracker. She said to me, She went I had some strange guy in the door selling biscuits. I mean, what kind of biscuits? She went, blue. the band. And I went, Who was she face she went touching. I went, it's
9: broadcast.
0: Live from Glasgow. Bowie at Breakfast. With the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online. The Scottish slash football. Clyde one. Taking your calls on Scottish football 0141 951 1025 This is Clyde One Super
1: Scoreboard Mark Guidi and Andy Halliday Here with me Gordon Duncan and tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard About to give uh, these guys the the teaser And uh, good to know that they're listening Mark Guidi because we we felt uh, It was a bit unfair Andy Halliday got a question About his his old pal Scott Allen um, Mm -hmm. On Beat the Pundit Who's been straight in touch to say Good job you got that right. That would have been at Years of friendship uh-huh. uh, ripped up. The... Um
2: and Hugh Keevans is texting me to say Third line <laughs> up at the top of the table <laughs>
1: Get on, you sugar, That's build. the quickest he's ever, a, oh, that quickest ever worked to Nokia I think um, <laughs> Right, everyone's going for amateur detective here I, I did make it clear before the break I was clearly you know, trying to Just make sure we're looking at all uh, sides of it And Ross is on and says But if the lounge or pool area were private Then the photos that have emerged Would have been taken by a member of Celtic's travelling squad Which is a very good point, Ross And I'm not trying to contradict it I'm just... <laughs> I'm just here to try and look at all sides of it Which isn't always easy 01419511025 We've got a man hanging on the line Who might have already sealed Scotland's goal of the season competition I'll we'll speak to him in a second But let me give you this question right? Quite a, a tricky one tonight It's that old friend of yours, the crazy pony He keeps sending all these oh, questions and right. He's good though uh, Can you name nine players who've played in Scotland And they've scored four or more goals In a major continental international tournament Do you need me to explain What a major continental Like Copa America Or that Exactly Yes So can you name Nine players Who've played in Scotland And have scored Four or more In a major Continental International tournament So we've got the Euros But what about All the other um, Um, Oleg Salenko No Kenidja Yes Well done
2: Uh, Stefan Guivarch Nope
3: Wait, you need to clarify that question for me again I'm, no, I'm Hold on, not, you're you're the, the smartest one, in the world You're the
1: only one that's got a right answer so. I'll I'll You mentioned European,
3: I, thought, I, I thought you were saying it was out with Europe for a start um, No, no it, it, it can include Europe right, But, but okay. I was
1: just trying to get you to, to bear in my mind El Hadjouf
2: Nope Henri Camara
1: Yes Okay we'll leave it there So you've got one apiece Claudio Canigia And Henri Camara So we're looking for Nine players Who've played in Scotland And have scored Four or more goals In a major Continental International tournament Two oh, down ca- oh, oh go on then oh, Quick ca- I'm just, coming right. Russell Latipi No you know, Wasn't he worth yeah. The big build up That was it right? One four one nine five one one zero two five. Right. I'm delighted to say Lawrence Shanklin Does join us On the phone At the moment Lawrence thanks for joining us How are you so. Not too bad at all, thank you Right, you're going to have to start by talking us through that goal And what makes you take on a shot like that last night?
5: I wish I could talk you through it, but yeah, that's, I that's it. i done it <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I did it, paid off
1: I mean, Mark Guidi was telling us He was lucky enough to, to be there He was working last night, so he was inside the um, the stadium Is that, is, maybe this is a stupid question Is that the best you've scored? I know you've had a few over your time Is that, is that a standout by a mile?
5: I've had a few good ones, but um, I think that does go to Acai. I think it's got to be up there.
1: I mean, for people who've not seen it, what, what distance are we talking? I think someone's given it an official distance, haven't they? What is that? Has that made its way to you?
5: Fifty-two point eight yards. No, that I've been looking at it all day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that, that, that's the. That's the next question. Give me a guess as to how many times you've watched it.
5: Definitely too many to be honest. I shouldn't have it. Watched as much as I had but I couldn't even kick um, it. I'm, I'm enjoying it. <laughs>
1: I mean seriously Mark It was some strike You were there Aye oh, It was a great strike um, You know
2: he's just Because again
1: For people who've not seen it We've seen long range Strikes before But this is it's Right in front of the dugout uh-huh. And uh-huh. the ball's sort of Coming across yeah. Takes oh, it, it, it first it, time
2: It's proper I think maybe Xander Clark From, from memory uh, Launches maybe 12 to 14 yards Off his line A lot of people Were trying to say last night Oh Xander Clark But like, It's not the goalkeeper's fault It's just a piece of Brilliance mm. Um, from Lawrence So he's just had a quick glance Memory he says me right, You've clocked it He is off his line You thought I'll have a go Because I think Callum Davidson Said after the game He thinks that you're going to Reverse pass it inside To, 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 to Nicky Clark Or whoever it was But You've just had a wee quick glance And you've looked up And um, Aye it's, I don't think you'll we'll see a better finish This season That's for sure
1: Yeah at what point do you look up Lawrence Because I've seen it And I can't, I can't quite spot the look But I'm assuming you did at some point I'd kinda of called it before, um, <clears throat> the boy broke up the
5: park a couple of times and it was it wasn't miles off his line, but he was far enough. I thought if this I could if a go and um, to be honest the manner I, I actually scored. I don't know if I did have a look, I don't know if I actually did glance, but um, I had an idea they I might have been off and before I knew it I'd committed it committed to it, so thankfully if I that dinner I'd have probably just get told to take a seat in the dugout I
1: always say in the show, Lawrence, that Xander Clark's a big neighbour of mine, um, and he's far too big and, and scary for me to, to be slagging I wonder if did, did the goalies say anything to you At any point After you do that to them? <laughs> nah
5: I've never seen them um, <laughs> I've never seen them After the game or that So I'll need to catch
1: up them next week Keep me his head down How do you, you Kind of look back on, on the season so far Lawrence Again, Personally and, and for the team?
5: Um, personally It's Obviously I a difficult Start up with that, But I've been Because I've been Picking up my performances Have been um, Gradually getting better in that And Decent getting there, and obviously I'm looking for the goals to come. A, a wee stroke up, maybe changes that, and they start going in. But um, all round, as a squad, we've got to be happy. We're sitting in a good place in the table, and we have just got to build on that.
1: Yeah, funnily enough, so you mentioned you know difficult start, and because you've set the bar so high, you know the goal tally that 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 you set out there, maybe you haven't quite hit those numbers yet. However, that usually leads to people talking about, oh, you know, is he short on confidence and and all the rest of it. I'm going to guess not by the fact you took the shot on from 53 yards or whatever it was.
5: No, nah, as I said, in the last few weeks, my performances have I've been getting better. And last week up at Aberdeen, I hit the bar, and Joe Lewis is a good save, and I was quite unlucky. So um, sometimes you just need your luck to, to change a wee bit. And hopefully, that was the start of it last night because there was obviously a bit of luck in there as well.
1: You are in the, well, obviously fortunate, but maybe slightly annoying position as well. That everything you do between now and the end of the season, um, annoying people like me are going to ask you about. The Euros And how much it's on your mind And how much Needs to be done To, to, to get involved What's that like Are you able to put it To one side Or, d- or does it drive you on
5: I'm going to be honest Obviously I would love To be involved But um, They kind of Take care of themselves At the time You just need to kinda Concentrate on your club football And hope when the time comes You're, you're in the best form That you can be And scoring goals And if you're doing that Then there's always a chance That you'll be involved
1: I wonder if you're going to fall into that trap, right? Because there have been players over the years that have done it, what you did and managed it, but then they just try it all the time, and it very rarely comes off again. Are you of a mind to to try it a bit more often?
5: I don't know, but the first one's worked, so I might need to try it a few more times. But uh, <laughs> nah, I don't, I don't think it's a opportunity that it comes about very often. But um, if it pops up, I might just have a go. Oh,
2: see, see, on that launch, have you ever tried that before?
5: Um. I, I caught man on the volley When I was at air Against Elbury And it just broke there man on the roof of the net So That was as close as I got But I, I, that was,
2: I, was it you then? Because I not mind Doing a game at, at Fur Hill yes, In against you, Partick yeah, That's
1: the one
2: And it was you And Mikey Moffat They were up front mm-hmm. That day And I'm sure you. Was it Michael? One of you scored An absolute was screamer it was about 25-30 nah, yards That, that I, day Is that I, right? I, it came for an opening And I,
5: I kind of caught it In the half wall And I went right. in But uh, It was a wee bit different But um, a wee bit closer
1: Did any? Did you get that shout You know sometimes from Were any of your teammates Urging you not to shoot And then had to Eat humble pie afterwards
5: The bench was obviously On my right hand side Right at the dugout And there was a few Kind of Oh That <laughs> noise <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: Then it was like Oh that's got a fan did in Because obviously
5: You can hear everything Because the stadium's <laughs> empty But um, um, I think everybody Was just happy to see it going.
1: I love that Andy Because that's bound to have happened If you see A teammate of yours Shooting from just outside The dugout you're, you giving him an earful
3: Oh aye I'd well, be raging But it's, I mean Lawrence has scored Plenty of goals Over the last few years So if somebody's going to take a, a chance like that It's going to be him But And I mean there's been A lot said about how good The goal was But it's, you know, rightly so You're talking about the technique But it's the awareness You know he's, he's When you watch it again He's actually running at speed So the fact that he's, he's been aware that the goal Is off his line And then Had the audacity To take the shot But that, was, that's uh, what they
2: said about the, the Kemal roof goal as well. It it's the awareness of yeah, just having yeah. that quick you know, it's no, that's it's no luck that goal last night. You they there's no luck that that skill and 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 awareness and and technique. And you were brave because Mickey Melham's about four yards away from you, wasn't he? So I was surprised uh, at your reaction. Right.
3: To be honest, you, I, I I don't know if I scored a goal like that. I think it had been in Dan during the in the pitch. But
1: why was that? Is that is that is that, em, is that empty stadium syndrome, Lawrence? Is that what it does? Does it tone down the celebrations a bit?
5: I don't know, I definitely should have celebrated Mill and I did though, isn't it about home, I about him? I realised that. <laughs> um, at the time, I think I was just a wee bit I was a wee bit in shock that it went in, I think. And I, at that time I was in the dog with the manager and the staff so um no, I probably should have said a bit now, but um, I've enjoyed
1: it ever message. That's it. Shock, and I must say, just before we let you go, We really appreciate you joining us tonight. Because I was wondering, obviously, on social media these days, that there is no such thing as a as a private life. I wonder if you've had to um, move bath time to to come on the show because I, you'll know, Lawrence. I'm keeping an eye on these things as well. You've just had a wee one, and uh, you're managing to find time to do the rounds in the media tonight. So much appreciated.
5: I'm not kidding. She just been bath five minutes before I was on this. You're so
1: What a guy! 53 yard goals, bathing the kids on the phone in the next night. Brilliant. Right, take care. We'll speak to you soon. Never. No worries See you later. Good man. That was Lawrence Shankle. What a hit it was. Any right? What are the other contenders? It's a weird time for a goal of the season debate. Tavernier's free kick at, Funnily off at Tannadice. Tannadice is the place to be. Wow.
4: What, what else have we got here? Oh,
1: That's someone. Someone tweeted me that. Well, roofs is in oh, Europe, yeah. so. Right. Oh. Okay. Um, yes, it tweet us a man. Do you know
2: it's it's no factual. I think you just you know it's like the Messi Ronaldo. I mean, it's no factual. It's opinion. And I just, just opinion. enjoy it. I don't, oh, I'd need to you need to get them back up because I've not watched Lawrence's as goalie. I've seen plenty of replays. Of you know um, what see, Tavernes, and Tafnis was very see special. at the
1: end of the season, right? See if there is a list that fans get to vote on, and I've we've seen this in the past. There's every chance That it could, could be won By a bang average Celtic or Rangers goal Because they've got The most fans How yeah. uh-huh. that's happened yeah. In the past are yeah. some outstanding To be fair Taverniers is Is brilliant Ryan Christie must have Had a couple This yeah. season
2: I like this it, it was not as good As Taverniers But credit to David Turnbull's yeah. strike On yeah, Monday night yeah, Was brilliant. a special strike I, as well
3: It's always on what you fancy, But I, I always love Looking back on team goals Where there's mm-hmm. 20 25 passes And I know it's again, it's, it wasn't domestic, but I remember Taverniers against Galatasaray in the, yep. the Europa League qualifier. It started for the back, he drove for the right-hand side. There was maybe five, six passes, goes to the left, cross-side back post, and he puts in. So I, I always like what
2: you Lewis, Lewis Ferguson scored a screamer for Aberdeen. Was That's that this right. season or yeah. last no, it was this game, season, this season? It was a right-hand side. Yards when it was a
1: corner, course, right, right. Right okay There we go This is the earliest discussion You'll ever hear on Goal of the season But we had to Because we had Lauren Shankland On the phone um, By the way anyway, I'll, I'll tell
3: you what, what. Would I want it Dodge against us In the semi-final That overhead kick that, If it had gone in Craigie plucks at the top mm. corner. enough
1: That went in Good shout Right okay uh, We do have a big game Livingston against Aberdeen uh, tonight
15: let's touch base with that one Here's Dave Galloway Thanks Gordon Well Livingstone are certainly one of the best formed sides in Scotland At this current moment With 10 wins from the previous 11 games in all competitions That includes 6 successive league victories Since David Martindale became boss But Aberdeen come here determined to bounce back From their 2-1 defeat to Rangers at the weekend And a Dons win tonight Would increase their advantage over 4th place Hibs And haul them closer to Celtic in the Premiership table Livingston make uh, just the one change. It's Julian Serrano in for Jason Holt. So they start with Max Stryek in goals. Then the outfield players, Nicky Devlin, John Guthrie, Effie Ambrose, Kieran Brown, Craig Sibbold, Josh Mullen, Scott Pittman, Marvin Bartley, Julian Serrano and Scott Robinson. Substitutes McCrory, Cabia, McMillan, Lawson, Taylor Sinclair, Forrest, Emmanuel Thomas, Tiffany and Hamilton. What about Aberdeen? Well, two changes uh, for them. It's Matty Kennedy and Ross McCrory in with Ryan Hedges and Sam Cosgrove out. It's Joe Lewis in goals, then Tommy Hoban, Andy Considine, Curtis Main, Ash Taylor, Johnny Hayes, Lewis Ferguson, Dean Campbell, Scott Wright, Matty Kennedy and Ross McCrory. Substitutes Woods, Logan, Ojo, McGinn, Cosgrove, Anderson, for and Nguenya and Duncan. And your match referee here tonight... For Livingston against Aberdeen, Stephen McLean.
1: Looking forward to that, Mark. Weedy. How good are Livingston at the moment? Ah, they're they're,
2: they're, they're doing really really well. Um, and credit uh, to them for that. You know, David Martindale um, has, has really taken it on um, and you know attacked the job with a right good appetite. The players have have responded um, to him, and um, you know you you would certainly fancy any game. Apart from Rangers But any game And you would include Celtic Park on, on Saturday Of Livingston You know Taking at least a point. point
1: Eight wins in a row In all competitions Andy for, for any team That is unbelievable With no disrespect When I say this For a team like Livingston To do that is pff, Incredible
3: Yep Remarkable achievement Eight in all competitions Six in the league And it, it's put them In the position They're in on the table And they don't look as if they're going to do points anytime soon So I'm sure that they're going to go to Parkhead at the weekend and, and fancy their chances But we spoke about it off air I'd love to know the last time a team out with the the old Firms Went on a, an 8 game winning streak
1: I mean Particularly because of what's going on at Celtic uh, Just in case you hadn't noticed There's a bit of a situation there I uh, no don't again, know where really? you've been for the last hour and 40 minutes Well Livy Combination of their own form and that Will they be licking their lips at the prospect? I'm not saying they're going to go there and definitely win I'm sure Celtic will still be favourites for the game uh-huh. But in terms of you'll never get a better chance and all that They must be looking forward to it
2: Well I think you know we don't know what's going to happen tonight So that can have a, have a bearing on, on their confidence levels and stuff You know, In a positive manner or a negative manner But um, even if Celtic were at full strength you'd, you'd imagine, again taking tonight's game out of the equation That Livingston would go on Saturday I think they would do. They would do more than okay. Uh, from I wasn't at the game, but f, um, I think for the for, for the highlights and sports scene, that um, Livingston were maybe unlucky not to to nick a point at Celtic Park near the start oh, of the yeah. season. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you look at that, even if Celtic at full strength, I think Livingston I think we able to just do something um, today. Because you look at teams that have gone to Celtic Park this season, Gordon taking Celtic's form mm-hmm. in mind and, and taking points or one, so Livingston wouldn't be feeling any different.
1: Uh, Graham's already tweeted in because we were talking about. Team goals and all the rest of it He's pointed out uh, Morelos' goal at the weekend 25 passes apparently Stephen Gerrard's yeah. side before that uh, He's attached a, a clip there as well uh, Right, quickly on this teaser then Can you name 9 players Who've played in Scotland And have scored 4 or more goals In a major continental international tournament So the Euros counts But the World Cup doesn't Because that's not a continental one That's mm. Them all joined together So that's where your Selenko one falls down So it's you know it's, it's the Euros It's the it's the, oh, the, Henry, goal, it's next, the gold no. cup It's the African and so on uh, Larson yes So we can add him to Canidia And what was the other one you got? Kamara Kamara anymore? Mar- Demarcus Beasley Yes He's got six right. goals for the USA In the CONCACAF gold cup Scott Arfield No
2: Bocanegra
1: Nope Mark Viduka Nope Okay We'll leave it there I'll give you some thinking time I, um, I, I need to have a hearts guess Ricardo Fuller No All right, we'll give you some more thinking time and we'll speak to Jeff and Kerluk next. Number one for football in Glasgow
0: and the West. 0141 951 1025. Clyde One, Super Scoreboard.
1: Mark Guidi and Andy Halliday are here. We're we're building up to kick off at Livy, but we might just have a wee complication there. So we'll go back and try and speak to Dave Galloway um, in just a second. We're going to speak to Jeff and Kerluk. Let me check in on this teaser for you. Good response on Twitter. Um, I can see the likes of Darren Tennant having a go I think you've already got his answer So can you name nine players Who've played in Scotland And have scored four or more goals In a major continental international tournament You've got Claudio Kanija Demarcus Beasley Henri Kamara And Henrik Larson Did you name yes, him before the break? Yes,
2: oh, and we Shunsky Nakamura
1: Shunsuke Nakamura Yep, four goals for Japan in the AFC Asian Cup, Andy Keeson Young?
2: No. I'll throw one in, and I, 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 I need to credit him because he's he texts me. So I don't want to Oh great! Glad be you're right. cheating. That's great. Thanks. <laughs> I'm, 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 Thanks I, for I the honesty. I just a text. It's we, Andy Cameron, and Andy's saying, Claudio Arena."
1: No, Andy, I'm afraid not. Um, I, I, I'm at that stage where I don't mind steering you in a certain direction. You've got the only USA player in DeMarcus Beasley. Right. You've got the only J- Japanese player in Nakamura. You've got the only Argentinian. Um, you've got a couple Oh what about somebody like uh, Daniel Cousin No No Right Mark Wilson's pal No um, A few of them Big era Right what I will tell and you that Danny. There is There are a couple More than one In the OFC Nations Cup Now I think during the break One of you said You said Vaduka earlier Yeah So right tournament Right neck of the woods But not Viduka. Uh Matt McKay No Craig Moore
2: No nope. Scott McDonald <laughs> no 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 um,
1: Probably one of the only other ones You've not mentioned Because not, not, a, not a goal scorer By any means But he's managed to get four. Oh, Jackson Irvine Nope Played for Rangers Very very unlikely To ever hold back In oh, the tackle oh, oh, Kevin Muscat Kevin, Kevin Muscat There we go yes, right. okay. Kevin I'll, I'll give you some more thinking time um, Let's go back to Dave Galloway At the Tony Macaroni Is that game going to go ahead Dave?
8: Well it appears to be In uh, quite a lot of doubt uh, By the looks of things Gordon Um, the teams did come come out onto the pitch, they did their warm-ups, and then before we knew it, the referee and one of the officials were um, doing a a detailed pitch inspection. As I look across the pitch right now, um, at the mouth of the tunnel, near the mouth of the tunnel, there uh, is the referee and a group of other officials uh, deep in discussion, so no sign of the teams coming out, the rain is pouring down the pitch is looking very sodden. and there are uh, pools of water appearing. So, uh, you know, a, a big degree of doubt as to whether this game is is going to take place. Remember, um, the original match on December the 30th was uh, postponed about an hour and 40 minutes uh, before kick-off because the so-called all-weather pitch was uh, frozen in places.
1: Now, so it's rain, Dave, yeah? It's not snow or it's not frosty or anything. It's just the sheer amount of rain that's fallen recently.
8: It, yeah, it, it's um, it's kind of Heavy, sleety rain at the moment, and it's uh, pretty much uh, cascading down, uh, driving across to the game uh, today. Uh, there was some heavy snow, some heavy sleet, some heavy rain. We've had of you know, all sorts, but right at this moment, it's uh, heavy, heavy rain mixed with sleet, and it, and it doesn't look good to be honest.
1: Oh dear! I mean, that's a nightmare. Anyway. Um... Any saving grace, I suppose, you know, there's no fans, which would cause a, a major problem. But you're a player, you I mean you should have kicked off four minutes ago. And like Dave says, that, well, that one's already been cancelled. That's a nightmare.
2: And but, but, I, again, you know, it's Aberdeen, you know, it's a travel, it's, you know, 130, 140 miles um, down the road, the preparation that we're going with it. And it's not like we can, you know, put it back to, to tomorrow night because the, they've both got games um, on, on Saturday. So, look, again, it's just another example of. Getting games played As quickly as you can Get your games played Get Try and get your points On the board Because we don't know What's going to happen Later on in the
1: season Yeah hopefully that one Does go ahead But we'll keep you up to speed If we get a final decision Before we go Jeff is in Curluck What's your point tonight Jeff? Hi
9: there panel uh, Mark um, Andy and Gordon First time Caller um, What it was was um, when I've been listening, I've been talking to my good friend Callum about this, and I have I heard it on another station, actually, about the vaccine. Now, why is it that all the clubs in Scotland and the SPFL, can't, instead of paying for two tests a week, why don't they just go somewhere and get the vaccine and get the players, the coaching staff, everybody behind the scenes... And then we'll be able to get the football to the end of the season. I don't know if mm. anybody's mentioned this before, and I don't know how easy it is to get the vaccine.
1: How do you think it would? How do you think it would look, Jeff, if a lot of young, fit, sometimes well-off, not always um, footballers, managed to jump the queue and get the vaccine, whilst care home residents and staff and NHS workers and old folk like Hugh Kevens had to wait?
9: Well, I know I know where you're coming from with that, but I think today. I'm sure the Scottish government said that that was all people in care homes have already been vaccinated, but it was just a suggestion mm-hmm. solely like, because, because obviously yep. the clubs can afford it, it might be a cheaper option. Yeah, do you know what? So you... Twice a week, I was just it was just an idea. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. See, so, so be fair, you're not alone. I think was it Sean Dyche mentioned it down south, Mark, with the caveat that. Football clubs are spending a fortune on testing, so why not then give that money to mm-hmm. to, to the NHS yep. or to charities or whatever? So it's it's not. I'm being I, a bit unfair. It's not like no, they would completely jump the club, but see, I think it's
2: I, I think it's a great shout. But I would say get the care homes and get the all, all the staff and 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 the doctors and the and then next in line if possible. Because bear in mind, part of the argument that you hear everybody in football saying, I'm sure all of our callers. We say as well, part of the thing that's helping them getting through lockdown, keeping them How is that?
1: Pry. No, how I'm is that? How is the nation going to take that?
2: No, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying you'll get a lot that won't take it right, and you'll get a lot that say actually, it's a fair point. Shoot, it's, it's a fair point. Almost says, maybe put it out there, test the water, now, and if it's a gay, that's not, you no, know, don't blame the footballers. But we are saying that football is a national sport, mm. or government's mm. not doing enough to help it. So here might be a chance to do it. Well, it's keeping their game
4: going it's, know, it's giving,
1: but, but not, There would need to be a huge caveat About the money used for testing And how that was then going to be spent Surely Andy Because there are loads of people that are What about the arts? They are decimated Various industries If foot, There is a perception And I'm not saying it's right But there's a perception That footballers are, are sort of um, You know Being privileged in all this And they've been allowed to carry on If they were to then jump the queue How, how would that look?
3: Yeah I mean as far as I'm uh, The way I see it Is I agree with you There's people that are that are much more in need than we are And uh, Obviously you don't want You don't want football to stop Because like Mark said That is what we're looking forward to But there's certainly mm. more people That are That are in dire need than we are For the vaccine Do
1: you know what Jeff We'll take any idea And I think You know Depending what What was suggested Where the money would go Because I think that was Sean Dyche's statement Then There's maybe a bit more to it Than just um Laughing it out out of, uh, out of town So well, It shouldn't be laughed out of town It should be looked Into in greater detail And the pros and cons put forward
2: But as a nation anyway, not third borough nation. Because what's, the bill? The, what, you know, what, what's, what's the
1: bill for the English Premier League clubs, for instance? It must be an absolute fortune to, to keep testing. So could they spend that money and, and could it then benefit people? Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Um, Jeff, do you know what? There's no such thing as a bad suggestion on this show. Um, thank you very much. Will you give us a call back sometime? You said that was the first one. Did we go easy enough that you'll, you'll call back?
9: Yes, I did. And I'd like to thank Andy for his contribution to Rangers over the years. Thanks, Andy.
1: Good man, Thanks, thank you Jeff. very much That was Jeff in Curluck 01419511025 That's the number you need probably for tomorrow now I don't think we'll squeeze another one in I'm looking at pictures from the Tony Macaroni uh, Derek McInnes, David Martindale Stephen McLean all gathered round Stephen McLean the ref He's the, the ref gathered round um, At this, this, the front of the tunnel The mouth of the mm, tunnel as Dave Galloway called, called it, it. Um, There was a great description in there from Dave cascading. The rain was cascading down the mouth of the tunnel He's a top man um, And <laughs> I've seen tweets saying Lots of arm waving And there doesn't seem to be Much agreement um, From the body language Between That's a difficult one Andy At what point You think Derek McInnes Would be pushing to get it on Because of the journey But ultimately If it's not playable It's not playable
3: Yeah and and, uh, on the other hand you think David Martin They might be the same Because they're on a a Eight game winning streak And they're on good form But listen for the pictures Of what we we see (laughs) It certainly looks as if There is quite a a sufficient amount of water On the pitch So it'll be interesting To see what happens yeah, Right
1: you've got a lot of work To do on this teaser yeah. I'm going to throw in quickly Janino? Nope Colo no. Nope oh. Someone tweeted that one In there as well So fair play to uh, The likes of James Who threw that in
3: My last guess And then um, My sheet's gone Chris really? Killen Yes Chris oh, Killen That's, that's, shirt, that's well the done. one I was
1: looking for He got seven uh, From New, New great Zealand great In the OF So you've got he,
3: mm, got he was at Middlesbrough You've only got two time. to get six,
1: Seven was it? he? Get. Did he tell you all about his seven goals at the? I think, so, he, I think he left about a day later. All oh, right. Okay.
2: <laughs> which, which neck of the woods are we looking in?
1: Right. Okay. Let's go. There's another one in the African Cup of Nations, That's and that. there's one in the CONCACAF Gold Cup, which you will never get. I mean, never, ever, oh, ever. I
3: love it when you say that.
1: No, I'm serious. I know you like you. You get that. You you get a bit offended and you try and rise to the challenge, but there is way. No, yeah.
2: It's no F.E. Ambrose is
1: it? Nope but he is a former Celtic player You've just possibly forgotten about him I think we're talking Ronnie Diala era I think I remember him scoring a cracker in Europe actually For Celtic but the career didn't really Take off yet Cup of Nations One of these Right this is the best clue I can give you One of these guys who There was always a great debate about which way round his name came And I think you could say it either way In terms of first name, second (sighs) name I'm out
2: not, that's not for me, not
1: as, not as good a clue as I thought that wasn't it? No. What was, no. What's the initial? I was th- thinking, um, MW, Matt
2: oh, wait, wait, we, wait, we, We're wabasu.
1: Wow, you've butchered that, Mubarak castle. <laughs> ah, that's right. So. <laughs> see, you can see it, you know, it. Uh, this reminds me of last night very quickly. Gordon DL, did you hear this? He's never <laughs> seen Star Wars, knows nothing about it, and when trying right. to describe Darth Vader, oh, right. he said to me, Black Arthur. I can't wow. get over it I can't get over it Right the last one He's a former St Mirren player And he scored Whoa. four goals for Haiti In the CONCACAF no, World Cup oh, He's you? recent, right. Very oh, he's recent. recent Yeah yeah A couple of seasons back oh. Initial D-N No Quick oh, no, 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 no No I, I thought, thought I had it though no. Duckens-Nazon Duckens-Nazon However I the pronunciation went no? No. okay
2: You were right that was a
1: good question well done. Thank you Mark Greedy Andy Haldy. Back tomorrow at 6 o'clock With Mark Wilson Of the African Cup of Nations fame And uh, Black Arthur's pal Gordon the So join us then Callum Gallagher's up next